Okay, are we ready? Mm, I think so, I guess. Good morning! <laughs> I'm sorry, if you could have seen Abby's face like preparing for us to do it on time, it was so funny. Happy Friday! Happy October! Yes, October I'm like 1st. super excited about that, except do you feel like... I know I always say this all the time. For some reason, September to me went like really fast. Yes, but like it's it's October, Halloween, Thanksgiving, then it'll be Christmas oh. and a whole new year. See, I can get. I, I love the holidays. Don't get me right. too. I literally love them, <laughs> but I'm not ready for snow. I understand. And bundling up yet? Is it because you have to bundle up a child? Um, I mean, no, not okay. Not even really, because if he's cold, he's cold. He'll wear a jacket, but. <laughs> It's bundling me up in layers, mm. and I'm really bad at that. Yeah, well, I don't ever wear a jacket, so <laughs> I wear sandals. I think that's why I don't like. Yeah, I feel <laughs> wear sandals when there's snow on the ground, probably. So tomorrow, cats play <laughs> Florida. It's a party! It's a party! We it's need to party. insert that to the front of this episode if yeah. you could do that. Also, that will bring us to the topic of we're talking to Leslie Robbins and. We need an intro song. Who listens to all of our podcasts, so thank you, Leslie. Yes. Um, and we just had such a good conversation the other day. We need to keep that going. Um, Great group chat. But. Rebecca's too busy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's slaying pajamas out. Does she sleep? I think she's one of those people that just must not sleep. I, she works out. She I has know. three kids. just single mom she did a closet three. clean out the other day. I'm like, how did you do a closet clean out on three? Three girls. Like one of them being oh, a on teenager. their clothes? Yes. I don't know how you do that. And I mean, she like, runs a do... nonprofit that supplies foster. I was just kids talking to her with pajamas yeah, at work the other day. I was just talking. Somebody mentioned um, something about foster care, and I brought you up in your business and how it's just amazing. And they thought it was equally amazing. <laughs> They're foster parents, is what. Oh, I love like. that. Yes. Yeah, so there's a shout-out to Jambos. Follow Jambos on social media, yeah. Absolutely. The fact that they're, like, partnered with Carters and, like, all these big things. Badass. And, you know, people say they started, like, from literally the mm-hmm. bottom, like, mm-hmm. nothing really to go into it. She literally did. She's motivation for me. I don't know what I'm going right? to do. But, <laughs> like, I know that I can do it because she did. Because she's a single mom of three and had her kids, like, folding and sorting pajamas when this started. Yeah. Because that's what Their it house was just, like, taken over with it. I'm sure it still is, but... <laughs> Like, the own warehouse now, everything. Woo! So, anyway, back <laughs> so to... So, back to Leslie. Oh, yes, Leslie. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, I'm sure she's going to be like, yep, there. Yep. Rebecca goes taking the spotlight, because <laughs> exactly. that's something Abby would say. You're Chelsea. Except Leslie's the, the oldest, like me, so, you know, we're the main character. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but she was saying we need an intro song, mm-hmm. which I agree, because all the hit podcasts yep. have that one that you associate it with. We briefly thought about Tootsie Roll, but we've decided <laughs> against it. Um, that was Leslie's suggestion. But you I all mean, send in some some good ones. Yeah, like some something suggestions. that just I like I don't think this would be a good one maybe for this, but I just love the song Rise Up. Um Yeah, I yeah, yeah, I'm probably not for this, but it could be your theme song. <laughs> no, no. I don't need a theme song. But you all think of songs for us and, and submit those. Um, back to Kentucky playing. Florida. Oh my gosh! Back to the Florida game, guys. It is going to be huge. Um, I get to even be more excited because they get to like tailgate literally all day, and her and Chelsea and 
all the people. It'll yeah, be but like I'm getting more stressed as the hours tick by. I texted, I sent um, a Snapchat this morning of like the pretty sunrise and it was just like, and Cam wrote back, yeah, but are you playing Grub Street Party at volume 1000? <laughs> Not yet. I'm sorry. Um, no, literally so excited. Work, I already know it's going to like creep by tomorrow. It's okay. Like, I still get to watch the game. Yeah. And Kingston gets to go to the catwalk. Guys, like, last night, most we were at dinner celebrating. Guys, you we, know how we told you at the beginning of September that it's a busy month for our family? Well, but, it's a wrap. But it was a busy month. But we got to, me, Abby, oh. and Chelsea got to see each other so much. We got to see each other Sunday, Monday. You all, I think, went to a brewery and didn't invite me. <laughs> Yeah, they do that all the time. You know how they're like, you know, they're probably like, I don't know. They have this relationship where they like, I think because I don't drink beer, they wouldn't invite me. <laughs> no, but you like Mirror Twin. We yeah, wouldn't have invited you. It was, right, okay. it was, we went at 530. So it uh, was like. She's like, we could have invited no, you, but we just didn't. No. The original plan was to go at six. And then I got, like, we, Nick and I were both off early. And at 515, we were like, okay, let's just go. And so we text Chelsea and she happened to be done. That's yeah. how that happened. Yeah. She told me. She's like, guess who I just saw? Um, your Aunt Abby at Mirror Twin. I'm like, oh, nice. Okay, so they got to see each other an extra day. Well, the point of that conversation was that I have seen, well, okay. Nick asked the other night. He said, my boss asked me how often you see family. And I was like, well, I try to see them once a week. I try to see someone in my family yeah. once a week. And he was like, Abby, I told her four days a week. And I was like, there is no way. <laughs> no, this week, no. yes. But this that's week, the only week. I saw Chelsea I will have seen Chelsea five out of seven days. That's awesome, though. Yes. She lives in Moorhead? Like, yeah. what? And um, so I saw you Sunday, Monday. Monday, Thursday night, and today. And probably, maybe tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow. Yeah. So that's been a great, great, great week. family week. Great but anyway, week. you were going into what Kingston said at dinner. Oh, we were at dinner and getting excited for the game. We were at dinner for Robin's birthday, our stepmom's birthday. We went to this Mexican place on Richmond Road. We Rich. shouted out before. El Patio. El, El Patio, I oh. think, is the proper. Oh, El Patio. Got it. Um, but Kingston was like, I would like to tailgate tomorrow. Can I please tailgate with you? And I'm like, oh my gosh. So, of course, me, Chelsea, and Dad are like, yep, how can we do it? What can we do? And I'm like, now, I will say, after a long day of tailgating, I'd prefer him with Dad and Robin than Chelsea and I were like, yeah, we'll just take turns and take some village. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I know you're all going to have, like, generators and porter potties and... I'm shotgunning beers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm probably... Well, I was going to say I'm going to try not to do that tomorrow, but at this point, it's been kind of a tradition this season that well, I... Well, you can't break it. Yeah. Yeah, it's just too stressful. And Kingston's worn his jersey every single game, so he's got to wear that tomorrow. And I've missed Brooke and Ryan for a few weeks, so Are I'm they like gonna be back? excited oh, to see them. Shout um, out to the grandparents for <laughs> providing a babysitting service. Um, Speaking of grandparents, I think you, shout out to the... Mc what? That the way you word that made it sound like you were getting ready to announce oh, that. Like, no. <laughs> I was going to say shout out to the McKenzie and Fife families because yeah. I was just going to tell you, scoot a little closer. I feel like okay. this may sound weird. I mean, hold on. Good Lord. Okay. Are we good, Amy? Yes. I'm, I'm holding realized, it right here. I know, but I realized we may have been a little apart. Okay. Well, I was in the middle of a shout out to the McKenzie and Five families because they're having a little boy. I'm so excited that it's another boy. And I loved the Instagram post with the oh, Drake me too. album me too. cover. Literally so excited for you guys. And that just means there may get to be a third as well <laughs> to try for that girl. Right, Emily? And... <laughs> 
It's probably, I'm thinking it's going to be born on the night Kentucky beats Duke in the national championship. I mean, what? <laughs> that will Can be you crazy. imagine? No, because Emily will be like, you'll have to get to the hospital <laughs> with me. Me and Mikey are about to kill each other. Mm-hmm. Because she'll be like, yeah, she'll be running all over him. That'd that be would amazing. be amazing. Okay, so obviously the cats have to hold on to the ball tomorrow. Yeah, and let, I guess let's just talk about that. I, but you know, I do hate when people like sit behind a screen. Oh yeah. And oh yeah. I, I was <laughs> we, no. We we're, were not literally it. just looking at pictures of ourselves seven years ago, <laughs> talking about how we could be that skinny again. <laughs> but, but instead, we're sitting here on the couch. So with our we are out. not judging. <laughs> no, no. But so I was talking about this. Um, to Olivia and Haley last week during the game. The men, like, I, they're, I don't know, they're grown men at this point, I guess, but literally tweeting so angrily at these players. Can you imagine? No, but when they probably never even played. Yeah, like, or they played in okay middle school. It's okay to be a fan. <laughs> I get upset too, but I will never send out a tweet no. about, like, Directed Chris Rodriguez. Directed at a player. Yeah. Yeah. Because the, the next play when they do something good, clearly we're going to be excited too. But I feel so bad for him because he's so good. I but know. But then he, it like, it it happens. Okay, like, so oh. Chris Rodriguez, we're sending you all the good vibes. You got this. Yes. Hold on to the ball. We want this. <laughs> yes. And um, Levis, let's just not throw an interception like in the first quarter because I feel like that's happened. <laughs> last couple times easier said than done I'm almost positive well I mean Perry Allen said last night that it comes down to how both teams handle the first 10 minutes of the game yeah. right so yeah. like an early interception we're I mean all we've been pissed off yeah other than probably last we've been starting like well like it hasn't been the cardiac cats <laughs> right except last you know last week was a little anxious but like I genuinely believe that we can do it I can't wait to see Kroger stadium like it's literally gonna be crazy i'm gonna be so if anybody has like free tickets or something (laughs) that they want to hand out that you just happen to not be able to make it and kingston are asking for send them my way i'm not i'm not willing to spend 400 per ticket i'll watch at home i mean i was trying to find uppers for a friend in louisville for four together and it was oh, like yeah, ridiculous. Upper, like yeah. whatever. Um, well, tomorrow's Nick's birthday. Yes. So t- we're recording on Friday, obviously, the first. Um, so if you see Nick at the tailgate, because I'm gonna drop this like as soon as we get done, I'm gonna edit it and put it out. Because if not, Corey Capus <laughs> will be on our ass yeah. about when this is coming and out. And he's I just saw he's driving back to Georgia now. He's That's leaving perfect. Louisiana. This will be good. He's probably biting at his nails. <laughs> um, but yes, if you see Nick at the tailgate. Make him chug a beer with you or something. I was just hearing <laughs> say, make him take a shot or chug yeah, something. Yeah, in. yeah, it'll be fun. I'm super excited for this weekend. He needs to be equally as um, drunk as you because you yeah. always st- steal the show with <laughs> drunkness. So he needs to be able to have his. I know. Main I'm gonna. Moment. I'm really gonna try to be like a really good birthday partner this weekend. <laughs> My birthday week's over, and I'm going to really try to make it all about him and not try to be the main character. On that note. I wanted to talk a little bit about middle sisters because okay. I feel like Chelsea has been getting the raw end of the deal and I'm just now figuring it out that she is the middle sister. I mean, I know she's the middle right. sister. I've always known that. But she, you know, I just feel like, I don't know. I feel like we try really hard to all be equal, but she yeah. thinks that 
middle sisters do get the shit end of the stick. Right, I'm sure all middle people yeah. on here will like attack <laughs> us afterwards and be like, yeah, how are you just realizing right. that? <laughs> They'll be like, that's very first child of you right. to be 33 right. years in. Yeah, because they speak so angrily about it. So what are your examples, I guess, of... Well, Chelsea said on the podcast, we talked about how, you know, birthdays are stressful because we have oh, yes. <laughs> like okay. so many yes. people to see. And she was like, I've never really had that problem. Yeah. And I remember last year... I can't remember, but hey, we did make her the main character by driving oh, two for, years she in a knows row. that. She knows you and I. So, like, for when Chelsea and Clay didn't live in Kentucky, Amy and I would go surprise her. Yeah. The first time was a really good surprise. Like, it was, well, both of them Which were. one was the first time? In um, Georgia? Yes. What did we surprise her? At the Mexican restaurant. See, I thought that was the second time. I think we were at a Mexican restaurant both times. Oh, okay, But okay. the first one was Kingston was tinier. Yes. You know, like they walked in. Yeah. It was so fun. But, yes, uh, she brought up that part, I remember. Mainly I want to hear if there are three of you. So, Rebecca Leslie, Jared, yes. the Molitors, um, the, uh, Brooke Ratliff, and Ethan. And Ken- yeah. I mean, Kendall's a favorite. Right, <laughs> like, right. Sorry. Um, I actually asked Brooke. I'm like, is, is Ethan the favorite? Because he's the boy. You know, uh-huh. she's like. Kendall is 100% the favorite. I'm like, okay. Um, in our family, we all three feel like we are, the other ones are the favorites. No, but I think times. we've all had our equal time to shine, we probably, have. as favorite. We have. Um, Chelsea's probably the longest standing as dads. But, you well, like, I don't know. I was, like, in the younger, younger years you when I was innocent and could do, I could do no wrong to him for a few years, probably. Now I feel like with Kingston. Like, you all think that, but no. <laughs> Like, I mean, Kingston is a lot to handle, so sometimes that could be a burden or an annoyance. Like, he's not just, I'm going to come over and make pancakes with you. No, you're going to hit the, like, hit the ground running from the time he walks in. This morning before school, he's out riding his bike around the circle. And I know the neighbors are like, what is going on? Like, why is he out riding his bike at 7 a.m.? I love, though, that you live in that little circle where you feel like he can. Oh, and there's, like, not a lot of traffic. It's perfect. Yeah. Mom had to bring over his backpack this morning because when they did the exchange yesterday, forgot his backpack. Because you can't depend on anybody but a mom to get stuff right. I I told, last night I messaged her. I'm like, hey, I'll just come get it. Oh. Um, And she's like, no. I'll just bring it out. I'm like, well, that's even better. Thank you. What but time? On the way home from Mexico. Oh, no, I'm saying what time this morning? She brought it. It was a little after 7. Oh, it's too early. Yeah. Um. Well, anyway, really, if you're if you're a family with three to four, three to five yes. ch- children, we want to know what stereotypes happen within your oldest, youngest, and middle child. I mean, youngest for me, I definitely yes. got vibe with. So I was going to say, I mean, for sure. More. I know that. If you look at my high school rules versus Amy's, it's hilarious. But I will say it's also different. Because we were in different lives, kind of. So, like, when I was in high school, mom was married. You know, so it was, like, mm-hmm. more, like, she wanted ground rules and that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. And then she was single when you were in high school. Yeah. <laughs> and I had... Like, what? Come back? I was coming back from college, so I was coming home to party. Yeah. And you were in high school. (laughs) So, yeah. yeah. So, yes, we want to know your stereotypes. Amy did get by with a lot more, but she also pushed the envelope a lot more. I think I have become more of a rebel in my adult life than I ever was younger. Well, and that was because, mom being single, I knew 
the like uh, man figure in the house. There was no there, and mom, like I just wasn't scared of mom. <laughs> And so I knew if I got in trouble, I'd be able to talk my way out. I was not going to be grounded for long. Right. So whatever the consequences were, I could handle it for a week, and then we'd be moving on. But me and Cassia and multiple people talk about, you know, the places you were when your parents thought you were somewhere else. And I'm like, please don't do that, Kingston. Like, you're supposed to be sleeping peacefully. Yeah. And wasn't even in the same county, you know, that... My mom thought I was in. Oh, I'm like, oh, gosh. You I, know, I get it now. You always see those memes that say, like, when my mom thought I was sleeping <laughs> yes. peacefully in bed and I was passed out in, in a, a field. field. Yeah. And the thing is, I actually didn't, uh, and this is not take, guys, y'all know, I, I love my clothes. Out. Yeah, we I didn't did really that. sneak out. No, I, I never once snuck out of my house. And, like, I'm sure I was. I never snuck anybody in either. No, me ne- no, me neither. I um, I would be at like a party, and my mom thought I was at a sleepover. Like mm-hmm. that happened, but mm-hmm. I don't think I ever snuck out or snuck in. I, I yeah, no, I didn't. Now, mom would always say when you get home because our mom goes to bed really early. Sorry, mom, spilling all the secrets. <laughs> mom would always say when you get home, come and like kiss me and let me and know you're awake. We never do it. We, or you could be like, yes, I did. You just didn't wake up. But she never. Yeah, she's deep sleeper. So yeah. Anyway, um. Okay, Jordan Grievous called us out because he was like, you guys have been driving for 30 years and you haven't figured out the, um, uh, what's it called? We talked about last week. Defrost. I I think there's a lot of people like us. Have you been seeing Uh, the memes this week? Yes. Guys, did we start these memes? Maybe. Um, So all this week on my Facebook, people have been sharing this like, I don't know how to work my defrost on my windows. Yeah, they word it in a funnier way, but... Jordan, we are not the only ones that have this issue. I literally, like, go straight to air. It's not working. Go to heat. We do think Corey Capus taught us this week what to do. So, yes. I think we, I think, guys, if you need to know, I think that, for the record, when it's doing that, the inside of your car is trying to, like, stabilize with the outside weather. So, sometimes I think if you roll your window down, try this and let me know, um, roll your window down, it may fix the situation. Yeah. The humidity was trying to find the dew point. That- the dew point occurs when the moisture in the air, in parentheses, relative humidity, <laughs> this is Corey's response to us, becomes droplets on the surface or in the air. When you closed the car up last night, it was probably warmer and more humid out. He gave us like this huge response. Scientific and I'm definition. Like, Who thought that we'd be getting science advice from Corey Capus. But we appreciate you. But we are, and we appreciate it. <laughs> you all. Okay, so on the driving note. <laughs> what? This is, I mean, everybody's going to know this. I have always wondered, when you're driving on a two-lane like road. Like you've always, you've never known this. I think I've known and then forgotten. Known and then forgotten, clearly. <laughs> um, when you're driving on a two-lane road, and so I mean... One way is going one way, and the other lane's going the other. I, I know I sound stupid know. right now. I never could figure out when I was allowed to pass. She sent us a snap the other day, a video, and was like, you guys, when is it that I'm allowed to pass the little dashes or when it's a straight line? I'm like, what? <laughs> Mom says it's when the dashes are on your side. But anyway. I responded to you and said the same thing. Yes, <laughs> it's not a mom says. That's the That's, that's the, the says. Yeah. Mom was like. Did Larry Sloan not teach you that? And I was like, Mom, I think if I you was- went to Round County, guys, here you go. Yeah. Throwback. Larry Sloan dr- let me drive to McDonald's or Subway to get lunch for the whole class. And that was the extent of we my driving. We went to Hardy's breakfast every single morning. See, I had him around lunchtime, so we would always oh, get Subway. Yes. Yeah, I had him the first 
thing of the day, so it was perfect. Did he still have the, like, snack cabinet when you all were there? Yes. And I think we were the last class before they canceled driver's ed. Okay. Like, that should still... There's some yes. things that, like, want... Um, and he's the only reason I passed my permit <laughs> test. Because I was going to take it, and he's like, okay, let me quiz you real quick. I did not know any of the answers. He's like, here's what they're going to ask. Right. I memorized them real quick, and I passed. Perfect. Shout out Larry Sloan. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think if you went to Round County, you feel that way. So, um, uh, another, so some more feedback from last week's episode. Cam says we would suck. So, why don't y'all give me feedback? Like, can you include <coughs> me in these? Yeah, including me. Um, I'll put her number here. <laughs> um, Cam says that we would suck at being on the run. Because I said oh, I would go yeah. to Mexico, and you said we'd go to Ireland. And at that moment, I actually had friends on vacation in Ireland. So, like, if... Well, Ab- yeah, Abby Abby said more basic things than me. Ireland was just what I could come up with <laughs> off the top of my head. But Abby's like, Mexico. I'm like, that's the first place that people look. But I, a thousand percent, would suck at being on the run. Like, I would not be good at that. We would be really bad at staying off the grid. Like, yeah, I'd need to keep up with everybody, so I would not be good at that. I'd be snapping my trip. So, <laughs> so how, how do you feel about Dog? Oh, Dog the Bounty Hunter. I mean, I don't, like, love Dog the Bounty oh, Hunter. Oh, I don't either. I mean, he's racist, right? Yeah. Yeah, so obviously I don't like him at all. If he finds him, great. Um, yeah, all this but, has become such a, like, spectacle that it's kind of hard for me to still be, like, into because... I'm definitely still into it, but not as well, much, yeah. obviously. And I want Brian to be found, obviously. Preferably alive, right. because I don't want anybody to... I don't know. Suicide's like a thing to me, and I really... I don't know. I know he's maybe a murderer. Again, maybe a murderer. We don't really know that for 100% yet. Really, I, I do know that 100%. You're no, still on the main No, train, no, but I'm saying we're not allowed to really well, say no, that. Well, no, Brian. I mean, not that they're going to listen in. But, but where is Brian Laundry, guys? I don't know. I, I think it is going to be a little comical if they've searched and searched these areas and he's out of the country. Yeah. Like, that'll be a little funny. But the fact that he bought a new cell phone, like, I don't know, can, can't we figure this out? I don't know. I know. you would. Think. But he, I mean, either way, he's doing a great job <laughs> at being on the run, clearly. I know. So, there's this TikTok that I came across the other day and I commented. I don't know. Some people only watch TikToks. Do you ever comment? Rarely, Lindsay's. Uh, you you con- I'll, I'll go to the comment <laughs> section, and Abby is almost always at the top. <laughs> She's like, "Yes, girl," or something. <laughs> Lindsay says the same. She'll make fun of me. She's like, "I don't even click comments," and I'm like, "Oh, see, sometimes the comments to me are way better than the." Yeah, TikTok. I don't. I don't really like to scroll comments either. Well, there's this woman outside of Brian Laundry's parents' house with I mean, a megaphone. I can't believe that they still are letting people out there though well so people had set up like a did you see this set up what no i'm just laughing. set up like a memorial to gabby in their yard and the police asked them to move it to like downtown because i mean here's the situation yes he probably killed her okay like again i'm not now i will say i don't know if it was intentional i think it was intentional. okay well i'm just saying i'm there to where he probably killed her but i'm not gonna go so far as to like say that he didn't accidentally and maybe cover it up, whatever. But police ask him to move the memorial downtown because what if he is dead? I mean, that, I know he's a murderer. Oh, well, yeah, but her. he's still your kid. But he's still her yeah. kid, yeah. their kid. And so this woman's outside their house with a megaphone yelling, you're terrible people. You are Brian, you're harboring Brian Laundry. How could you do this? And I'm like, okay, 
here's the thing. If they're in their right mind, which they might not be, they might have lost their minds, which I might have. Yeah. Then all they're trying to do at this point is, like, protect their son. Yeah. Even if he killed somebody, they're not going to, like, speak to Gabby's parents because his his legal defense obviously isn't going to want them to. Right. right? So, I don't know. I just think it's yes, really I mean, absurd I get for a le- woman to be... I get the legal side of it, 100%. Yeah. But I was watching a video last night that was like, I'm just thinking of, did you know Gabby's dad, like, went down and, like, banged on their doors trying to get them to open? No. And, like, talk to them? And they're just inside and, like, wouldn't answer and refuse to talk? Was this when, though? Before she was, like, she was reported missing the next day. Well, then that means they, he pretty much probably told his parents she died. You know? Yeah, yeah. Well, I know, but I'm just, like, imagine being the person on the outside, too, and you have no idea where your kid is and these people are in there. I know. Like, I get it from both. Oh, I know. The legal standpoint. Agreed, agreed. I'm like, I mean, that would just be awful. What a cluster. I know. Well, dog. Dog will probably find him. Although, for two days, dog's been saying he's within a couple hours of finding him. And I'm like, hasn't. if you're within a couple hours, then do yeah. it now. I don't, I don't get that. <laughs> I don't understand. I, but, yeah, I don't get his whole thing anyways. But <laughs> hopefully, hopefully he does. That would be awesome. Uh, we can do some shout-outs. Yes. Shout this is out a good one. to Meg Bowers, for sure, <laughs> because she she somehow thought that she, like, slipped through the cracks on here. And Not I remember us talking about her being a badass in dental school. I vividly remember it. Or maybe we just talk about it so maybe often. Maybe we talk about it together. Yeah. That I, but I, she, got, she doesn't sleep like... Oh, gosh. Meg is, like, seriously killing it. And she's in her third year of dental school. And honestly, dental school sucks. If you, I mean, any type of medical oh. profession, I would imagine. I don't know how you guys do it, especially... People with like families and stuff. I don't. I don't know how you guys do it. Well, we told her like it's our, it's in our group text all the time. We'll just say like dental school sucks. Like we just write it back and forth. Because, and she's like probably yep. reading that like yeah, y'all have no idea. <laughs> it does suck. But apparently, this is the hardest semester or quarter two. Yeah. And so she's gonna make it through. And oh, I just can't wait for us to all be in our chair. But and one she's day gonna she's be the gonna hottest. Ta- it, she is. Uh, well, she already is the hottest. But I'm like, she should have a TikTok. Like, of, you know, yes. hot dental. Yeah, yeah, she really should. You're hot, Meg. We love you so much. But so not much. only are you hardworking and hot, you're, like, very great to me and very you kind. Know, people, and people, doors always open. Oh, like, my gosh. She just, I mean, like, she has so much stuff going on, but she'll just allow, like, people to come in anytime. <laughs> I'm like, no, I would be like, get out. So that's just very nice. Um... And okay. I'm so glad we got to spend time together because, yes. like, we were, you know, always liked each other because right. of each other. Because we're but, similar. Yeah, yeah, we're all similar people. Um, well, on that note, we got to have dinner. I got to have dinner with some friends on Monday night. And it was some friends who, like, hadn't all gotten to be together in a long time. And Coles on Main is one of my Ooh, favorite places. I'd never been there. And neither had Chelsea. It was so good. It's so good. Um, if... Erin Smith listens to this. Her and Neil go for every holiday. Yes, uh-huh. And it's like, it's, I mean, I like Erin a lot, so I'm sure we could have conversations about other things. But we always text around, like, anniversaries and birthdays because we it have the same so, fa- yeah, favorite restaurant. So good. Um, okay, shout outs. Uh, I'm sorry. Okay, we're going to do shout outs now. Wayne Stevens. <laughs> yes, yes. I couldn't read her lips because we talked about these before. Wayne, oh my gosh, it made like our entire week. We were, were at, we celebrated Mining Kingston's birthdays at Mom's on Sunday, and we were all like, oh my gosh, Wayne Stevens listens to the pod. Yes, thank you so much. That is awesome. You were always one of Mom's 
favorites anyway. Thank you so much. Students. That is like super nice. We really appreciate that. Um, Kellen Fleming graduated high school with Kellen. He had a birthday this week. Yes. Shout out. And on my birthday post, he said, good, good morning. morning. <laughs> and I just couldn't believe it. That was so nice. Like, obviously, happy birthday to you. But thank you so much. Yes, too. thank you. And then it's one of our favorites birthdays weeks. Lori. Martin. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I'm sorry, Lori. I think last episode we said her, like, a previous Mary name. Oh, sorry yeah. about sorry. that. Sorry, we said Lori Atkins. But, yes, <laughs> we hope you had the best birthday ever. Yes, and thank you for, for always support. You supporting. You support everybody. Yeah. And, but we really appreciate you supporting us in whatever this is that we are doing. Do. Because, <laughs> one, we were looking at something right before this, and we're like, we have been doing this since May, which yeah. is crazy. It's a long time. And... I think what we thought it what one we thought we would be TikTok famous at this point and we've done a total of two TikToks. But that it requires transitions and makeup and we don't have time for that. Yeah, look we'll at me. If to, you could see us right now. <laughs> yeah. I said I was I did shower, but I, I didn't. Know, well, I don't we're know why sitting I did here. We're at my house this morning. Yes, we switched it up. And I don't have a bra on and luckily Ben did my hair yesterday and he's about to do Amy's I'm hair. I'm so excited. I can't wait to see him. And just get like a good wash. Oh my gosh, and, and he massages you. Oh, um, yeah, I was gonna ask him to do that if not. Also, Bert has been asleep this whole time. Yeah, it's it's Bert's nap time. I knew it would be. I knew it That's would like perfect. Yeah. yeah. Bird's chilling. Um, no, Ben, like, oh, first he massaged you, and then he does that shampoo, and I was, like, moaning. Did they, oh, my God, that's <laughs> embarrassing. Did they put something over your face? A hot towel, and then time. he rubs yes. your hands. It was amazing. Great experience. Thank yeah. you, Ben. <laughs> yes, everybody, he is at Simply Blue Salon here in Lexington. Um, Go see him. Book, one, book an appointment. It's just a joy to have him back around. Him and Abby literally still fight like brother and sister. Like, they piss each other off so yeah. much but it's still funny he's he's very annoying <laughs> that was a joke i love you so much um we oh yeah so simply blue shout out simply blue wanted to shop that's yes. where ben works you can book an appointment with him he's wonderful and he goes above and beyond to make sure you're happy so do that's that. just his personality um nick and i went to the new taco place Condados, in the summit oh was it good it was good. It was expensive. Um, I'm interested to hear if any... I know, I mean, I know every, other people have been. I'm interested to hear your input. Uh, Mom and Richard went. What did they think? They liked it. They said they'd go back. It was service was kind of eh for them. Our service was, like, phenomenal. Like, honestly, the guy, he's... We asked if he was a manager because he was so invested in making mm -hmm. sure we had a good experience. And he was like, no, I'm just a server. He was saying, like, if, if you love today, can you give us five stars on Google? Like, just being yeah. next level... I mean, he's going to do something great in sales one day. I just know it because he cares. I want go, to go back and be like, hey, it, you know, you, like, elevate yourself because you're right. killing it. I'm so proud of you. And he just made sure to, like, check on every table. And if you, like, ask about something, he'd be like, I like that. But if you like this, you should get this taco instead. Like, he was just very interactive. Yeah, and, knowledgeable. And I maybe have talked – there's a lot of shit I've talked about on here that I don't for, remember because I have a terrible memory. But, like, to me and Nick – service is so much more than like service weighs so much more than the food so like i can have a shitty sandwich but if the service was great i'll definitely go back yeah but like if the service was shit it pisses me off yeah and i you know how i am about right experience and service yeah so yeah well i'll have to try it i'm so excited for the local taco to be in hamburg, hamburg. and moorhead yeah that's awesome i'm so excited about those um we went to 
I feel like I don't I don't mean to like say that we eat out all the time, but the past two weeks we have eaten out all the time because of birthdays and you know celebrations. And we went to Dudley's for the first time. What did you get there? I got a fillet, and Nick got fish. He he's like a fish guy. Um, it was so good. If I'm going to a place like that, like in Colorado, you get steak. Yeah, yeah. It was so good. Like, it was a very, I don't know, if you haven't been to Dudley's, it's a very local experience. It's not something, it's like you could tell all the people in there live in Lexington, mm-hmm. and like, it was a local, but it was busy. We stopped and got a drink at Centro first, because it was Thursday Night Live, and we hadn't been to Thursday Night Live, and it was just so weird to see Thursday Night Live happening. I mean, great. Like, I was excited I, yeah, about I've it. never been. But with all the people, it was, yeah, it was strange, but it was great. Um... So, I don't know if any of you all have been listening to Esther since we left off last week, which feels, it doesn't feel like it was a week ago. It feels ago. like a long time ago We've to seen me. each other, but it, when I was showering, I was like, gosh, it feels like a long time. Okay, one, her voice, like, if you have a good speaking voice on the podcast, you can draw me into anything. And yeah, you've said that is, before, too. Hers is perfect. Soothing. Like, yes. There's a lot of crime podcasts that I can't listen to because their voices are too distracting and I just can't. It's like annoying, like, yeah. ch- like nails on chalkboard. Yes, I just can't. Well, we've listen. had people reach out to us about Esther's podcast. Like other people do listen to that. Yes. And then the the thing I said that it wasn't my thought; it was Dax Shepard's thought. Where like this can be therapy if you can't afford therapy. Yeah. Honestly, it is worth listening to. So and Esther she's Perel, just, yeah. She where do we so start much, or where what is it? Where do we begin? Where do we begin? She just has so much knowledge, um, and just the way she says it, it's just once you listen to her voice, you'll understand. But I listened to an episode, and it I was telling Abby about it. It was like, okay, that was definitely free therapy for me. Now, I haven't yeah. acted on any of it yet. No, it's interesting, though. But it was very interesting, the perspectives that she gave. Um, that'll just... There's tons of different episodes that they're constantly uploading. But you'll see the caption, and you'll be like, yeah, okay. That one makes yes. sense for me. Let's listen. Yeah. Well, I actually also... I haven't even told you this yet. I listened to... Some of the women on here will know of Brene Brown. You don't mm-hmm. even have to be a woman, but you should go. She has a Netflix special. She also does TED Talks. Um, if you just need like a quick blurb, but she's a badass bitch. I mean, there's no other badass bitch. What I'll say is she has Esther on. Oh, really? So just yesterday or the day before, I listened to them together. And Brene was talking. Am I saying her name right? I think so, but I'm not sure. Okay. She was talking about how she's been married like 30 years, but she was talking about how the past 18 months have been, it was, it was honestly like she was speaking for me. The hardest in her relationship, but also she feels the closest to her partner. So I feel like, I feel like what she was saying was like, sometimes you do have to do the hard shit and the hard work to get to that level of like intimacy, but you feel so secure and good once you are there. Mm -hmm. But like, I mean, honestly, the last 18 months, like, if your relationship has survived, if your friendships have survived, you're doing great. <laughs> so, yeah. like, and also, if your relationship didn't survive because you did some, like, true work of, is this what I need? Is this right. what's good for me? Then, then you're, you're doing, doing a badass yes. job, too. But I thought it was interesting for her to be so, like, transparent and vulnerable about a 30-year marriage. And she's semi-famous, so, like... Well, she's famous. She's not semi-famous. Mm-hmm. So, like, people are going to judge anything she says and look right. into her relationships. So, the fact that she said, like, I'll just be honest with you. It has been the hardest time of our marriage. But also, we feel, like, the most intimate and close. It was very interesting. Right. Like, even when the hard days, at the end of the day, you know, everything is still. It means they were, like, doing internal, like, 
they were getting into the nitty gritty of mm-hmm. like you know hard shit probably personally and right. between them. Um, I listened to y'all know I listen to Joe Rogan. I listened to Amanda Knox on Joe Rogan's podcast, and there's also a. I feel like it's kind of Lifetime movie-y, but there's also a Netflix documentary about Amanda Knox. If you don't know her, shoo. Um, she was studying abroad in Italy when she was like 20 and had a roommate and like a boyfriend and her roommate was murdered and she was convicted of her murder and spent like four years in prison before it was overturned. Um, and, you know, here's what's funny. I start listening because I Im- immediately I was in, I was like, oh, I got to play this one because yeah. that's how I am with his, his episodes. I was like, I text Lindsay immediately and I was like, she's a loon. Because I've always kind of thought that, that even if she is innocent and like, you know, of course, if she's innocent, I'm for her being out of prison. But like, I still thought she was a little weird or there's something a little off about her. And Lindsay was like, yeah, she seems a little, you know, who knows. But then by the end of it, she is so like compelling and it seems as though, and she said, prison sucks. Like, obviously there's no question. And I know that my life has turned out okay and I'm probably better human inside because of what all I went through but like most people don't have the support I had Mm -hmm. she said you know my family she had family moved to Italy so that they could visit her in prison every day and like constant communication and she's like you know there's so many people that didn't have that and he asked her because in Italy the first of all the word paparazzi is like from paparazzo, which is Italian. So I guess the Italian media is like very clickbaity, even worse than like mm-hmm. America, right? So she said, Joe asked her, did pe- did fellow prisoners, were they resentful of the fact that you were kind of famous, right? And she said, they weren't. They were resentful that I had such family support because some of them literally have not a single person that gives a shit that they're in prison, right? Yeah. She also spoke multiple languages. So, granted, this is like a white privileged person in a prison with, I'm sure there's some others, but a lot of, like, poor, not privileged people. Yeah. And people of color, and you know. And she said that she was able to help them because she spoke multiple languages. She could, like, translate for them and stuff. So, she had some benefit to them, right? But I don't know. By the end of it, I was like... Maybe she is still guilty, but I'm glad she's out because she seems to have her shit together. So, were like, they, they were both studying abroad? No, the other girl lives there. Like, oh, the girl okay, that died, okay. I think, is from Italy. Yeah, it was like a whole thing. Okay. Big deal. Y'all need to listen to that. Yeah, you do need to listen to it because there's like some weird, you know, like, I guess the girl was most likely sexually abused in the process. So, they were trying to frame Amanda Knox as this like freaky sex girl that you know crazy threesome went wrong is what they were trying to frame her as and i mean it worked because she went to prison but yeah anyway i know that's insane and the justice system is just scary sometimes because you know a lot of people don't like call in or if they see someone dead they don't do you know call it in because you're the number one suspect if you call it in and if they want to if they want to just frame the story that way then they'll make sure it's scary as shit yeah i mean i i try not to say the f-bomb on here a lot but the justice system is fucked. <laughs> like, right. And not that we have the magic wand to come in and fix no, it. shit. Uh, no. Clearly. But, yeah. yeah. And I know many privileged people are sitting there thinking, like, no, if you're innocent, yeah. you'll just be innocent. I'm yeah. like, no, that's just not how There's it works. There's a lot of nuance to it. And, yeah. Anyway. Just a thought I had taking it completely off topic. But do you all remember the show QB1? Abby's like, I've never heard of it. But, um... 
that's calling. Justin Fields, hold on, we'll pause for a second. Okay, so our dad called Amy to, and so he interrupted our recording, but on the phone with her, he told her that someone was listening to the podcast and really enjoyed it, but they turned it off halfway through an episode because of language, and like, here's the thing. Well, what, Guys, I don't think, this episode, I feel like we've dropped a lot more than normal. Yeah, but like, if you know me in real life, I cuss every, every sentence. But I think just that's just my language, and I don't care. Like I, I'm 33 years old. I'm proud of myself. But uh, right, that's just but how do I you, talk. Do you really like care that no. much about cursing? No, no. I, no oh. I'm asking people. <laughs> like I really could not. Normally, I would say give a blank <laughs> yeah. less, but since we just got off the phone, I guess I won't. Well, I just think it's funny because I don't. The point of this was that I don't really cuss that much on here. Like right. I did say the f word today. But, like, that's not every episode, and that's just how I talk in real life, so. Yeah. Anyway. And I think if you probably clicked off for that reason, we probably did. Yeah, we're You good. probably didn't resonate with the podcast for a lot of <laughs> other things. But, I mean, maybe you're back now. I don't I'm apologizing, I don't though. I do feel like, I wonder sometimes, I try, the only, the only reason I try not to cuss. I don't care about anything people except listening with when kids. people listen in the car with their kids. Yeah. And, that, and I know sometimes that's the only time they can listen to a podcast. Yeah, so sorry about that. So I do we try, may to, try it. to do better for that reason, maybe. but it wouldn't be because somebody complained about <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> it's absolutely. Don't take it as we were, but we can't. I mean, going into this, I had to remind Abby multiple times that we're we're not going to speak to every demographic. No. There's no way to know that everyone is going to always like us. Or and I still struggle say. with that, but <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't. I don't guess. Um, maybe if I like knew about it, but I just don't think about it. Do you have anything else to talk about? Not before we end off. Yeah. No, I think that's it. So yesterday was one year since our uncle Blake had passed away, which seems I don't crazy. Know. I don't know what it seems like. Right. Some it's yeah. It seems like just for example. A year ago yesterday, I remember that day more vividly than most days. Like yeah, every I remember detail, exactly right? That. Yeah, yeah um, me too. But, like, there's so much of the past year that, especially last winter, that's kind of a blur because COVID and, like, mm-hmm. Nick and I were kind of, like, down last winter. I mean, everybody was. But, like, you know, there's just so much of the last year that is a blur that, it, yeah. that sometimes it doesn't feel like that long and sometimes it feels like forever. Right. Um. We haven't really touched much on him. We haven't. And I think because we, uh, well, there could be multiple reasons. But we don't talk a lot about, like, sad things on here. I don't No, like. we don't. Mainly because we want, you all have some sad shit in your lives. And we want to bring positivity and joy. Right. And Blake, losing Blake was, like, really, I mean, it was really terrible for our whole family. But me and my sisters and my mom, I don't know. It's, it's something I don't think we have talked about maybe enough. And I would like to talk about it more. I would like to right. Get into we'll more. need our words more together because we sort of just, yeah, you know, like sprung it here. I want to talk about addiction and mental and health. mental health. Right, that's what I was going um, for. You know, Blake. We, we will. We can kind of touch on that. Blake was an addict for a lot of his adult life, um, but and that's not what his. Um, it, it wasn't like a direct correlation to his passing. Right. He, um, yeah. He, he didn't overdose. I feel like that's not been said and not that we need to make an announcement. No. But it it would have been an assumption. Yeah. Um, of course. So, and that that was not. But all of that, you know, him being a former addict led directly to 
everything. It, it, it all directly parts of him. led to his mental health, and I, I will, I do feel like I'm allowed to say that the decline of his mental health, and not just because of addiction, but also COVID, and I can go back to that on, in a second, um, definitely led to his death. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember back when COVID first hit, and Blake was going through some shit. He had lost his job. He was single. He was sad. You know, I truly do think that all of a sudden not having a job and living alone and all of that mm-hmm. and, and not having therapy and not having right. resources. Yeah, and no, and I don't want to say nobody to encourage him, but the oh, person yeah. that he would have wanted the encouragement from the most to, like, go do those resources wasn't there. Um, and, yeah. Well... So, essentially, I think that what we'll say for now, and I would love to, again, I really would like to, like, touch on this. Yes. And, well, that's been sort of from the beginning yep, that we wanted to touch We on will that. be pretty transparent about that because although it's not, Blake's not here to tell his story, if it can help anybody else, that's very important to us. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say that if you, if you know an addict or love an addict, and I'm sure most people listening at least know, no. if not love yeah. an addict, um... There's a there's a really thin line between loving and enabling, and I think that's a hard... I mean, it's not, I think. It's a fact. It's the hardest yeah. thing you'll do because you want to love, and you know that love can fix shit. It mm-hmm. really can. But, but you know, how, how, how do you love without providing yeah. financial resources and that kind of thing to continue enabling an addiction? Um, I mean, I, yeah, loving an addict is probably one of the hardest... Yeah. Or even a former, you know, addict. I mean, yeah, a former addict is still, you're, you're always on edge, you yeah. know. It, and, and Blake, you know, wasn't deep in addiction when he died. But it, it, what's crazy about that is there were many years where we expected the call that we got a year ago yesterday. Yeah. Okay, and that wouldn't have been a shocking thing to right. us. Many years. Um, but a year ago yesterday, it was more shocking. It yes. was tragic because it's like, damn. All that time when this could have happened at any moment because yeah. of addiction, it didn't. There was a reason, you know, he was supposed to still be living. So, well, like she said, we'll touch more. Probably a whole episode. Just we could lay out the whole story, which I think if he was still here, he would be yeah. fine with. Yep. Um, and he'd. I think we could even have convinced him to come on here. Oh, 100%. It would have maybe taken some... Uh, gosh, Barb Fannin would have been a great guest. Oh my <laughs> gosh, imagine. Um, but, yeah. Essentially, I, I guess, is it okay with you if I end with just like this last blurb of his eulogy? Yes. Okay. So, I, I do want to end with saying that this isn't about having enabled somebody Um, We all enable those we love, and we all know that we shouldn't do that in order to save them. Those are the facts of the matter, but the reality is that we are human beings, um, and I've come to believe that you will never regret showing someone grace and compassion. You will never regret helping them live one more day, and you will never regret kindness and warmth and love. So, although you probably shouldn't give money (laughs) or drugs to someone in active addiction, I swear Part of what gives me a little bit of peace in all this is that, screw everybody else, Blake knew that he was loved by those close to him. 
Yes. And I will never, you know, we've had fights. I swear, if you go look at our text from the month before he died, there were some days that he was being a dick. And he sent me some mean texts. But he also knows that everyone was just trying to save him. And I know he knows that. He wasn't happy with the methods sometimes. Right. And he wanted all love and not tough love. But he was loved. No, he, and he never that. wanted tough love. Ever. Blake was a little spoiled. Blake yeah. just wanted to be loved, not tough loved. But he was loved and we know that. Um... We appreciate you all. Yeah, sorry that, well, we took you on an emotional roller coaster, <laughs> and we maybe should have started with that. I don't know, but instead we ended. But that part of the eulogy that Abby wrote, that I feel like that verse that she, um, I don't know if it's a verse, but those lines that she wrote should go viral because they were so good. She has a way with words that other people don't. But I feel like multiple people should just like listen to that on repeat. Just go love people. We love you all so love much. Love you all. We so appreciate you. Go cats. Go cats. I got a whole lot of money. Bitches got it for me.